everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters. Hope is not a strategy. My name is Matt, and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking? Man, I've been talking to you a lot lately. <laughs> it almost doesn't feel like we're recording. That's uh, true. I am drinking the best, punniest pumpkin ale ever, Chairman of the Gourd. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it's from NJ Beer Co. Um, it's a good sessionable beer. Been been milking it yeah. for a few hours. Pumpkin-y? Yeah, in, in just the right way. Yeah. Nice. Mm. I'm drinking uh, Lamplighter Brewing Company's Major Tom New England IPA, 6.8% alcohol from Cambridge, Massachusetts. Kind of... It's got a little cat on a on a. Can you see a little cat oh, on, yeah, the, on the moon? Yeah, on the moon. It's a nice can. I got it from Tavor. You know, mine has a, a cool can as well, and it has a microphone on. Oh yeah, because it, it was made for radio. Oh. But it's called Chairman of the Gourd. I I don't get it. I don't know. Maybe they just found random Makes clip art. Maybe. Um. So, I want to thank Daniela who sent in our catchphrase, hope is not a strategy, via email. And if you want to send your catchphrases in, we highly recommend that you do that by joining the List of Money Matters community on Facebook. And you can visit listofmoneymatters.com slash community. That'll send you right there. And you can uh, submit new catchphrases. Please do. That we will say at the beginning. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about this robot that we discovered called Passivetron. <laughs> My name is Passivetron. <laughs> We're just being silly. Uh, we're, we're talking about passive income and and maybe yeah. the illusion of like what it is, what it means, and if if it exists, where you can actually find it. Now, why do why are we talking about this? Like, what made you pick? Because you picked the topic. Yeah. Why do you, why did you pick to stop it? Um, it is actually the onus of what got me into the personal finance community and what made me even create this website and all the things. And it has Mm -hmm. been a bit of an obsession of mine, attempting to build income streams that are independent of my effort, right? And like, obviously, I think what we'll get to is like, a lot of them require effort to stand up, but can potentially earn outsized after the effort is completed. So it's like investing time up front for something that pays off in the long term consistently. Or or in lieu of time, potentially money. Okay, so um, so what I do for a living is passive. Yes, I would I would say. I mean, everyone considers it passive. I certainly don't consider it passive income. <laughs> well, okay. So the reason I and I did I did air quotes by the way. I was like passive income air quotes. Like I could, anybody can see me do that. that. I think that's the illusion piece is because we like if it's like uh, pushing a snowball downhill, we are addicted yeah. to pushing. Yeah, and we, just, we just keep running after the snowball. As it gets it. bigger and goes More faster, speed. we run faster. Yeah. We bring people on to help us run and push down the mountain. But if yeah. we stepped away, it would be passive. Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about is ways to do that. Not necessarily doing, I mean, it we'll is talk a one bit of the ways, but it is certainly far it from the one only the way we'll talk about. All right. So let's talk about the first way. And. Why did you? We're reading a doc. You have it titled "The Meat." What <laughs> that mean? Well, you know, there's like some preamble, and then obviously uh-huh. we got to give them the meats. Oh, the meats! <laughs> <laughs> got it, got it. So, um, 
was like, I, I just think of the right. Arby's commercial. We have the meats. We have the meats. Yeah, I, I'm very familiar. That kind of makes me laugh every yeah. time. And the way that he says it. Yeah. So uh, the first thing we have on our list as far as ways that you can practice pass, you know, or, or achieve a passive income stream is good old investing. Yeah. And we're talking, I'm assuming we're talking about in the stock um, market. Yeah. Okay. Betterment would be that, right? So um, maybe. Okay. And, and so the, I guess the catch is um, if you invested in, I don't know, Matt and co, and it happened to be that's me. That's my company. Yeah, it's it's your. Oh, no, okay. it's 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 my your future company. company. Um, yeah, because I'm I'm naming it after my first name. <laughs> Love my that, first. That's name. right. And Matt Co and is just the other personalities in your head, <laughs> right? Um, and and it was on the stock market. And you invested in it. It can go up, but it it going up is not really income, right? Like it's just increasing in value. Yeah. So. Specifically, it's okay. stocks that pay dividends. Now, the reason I said like maybe kind of is Betterment, its investment composition includes stocks that pay dividends, but in terms of its like actual yield would be mm-hmm. very, very low. It is not focused on income-driving stocks. What is it? Yeah, so I, I was just looking up right now. Uh I don't know if there's a way to see they this. They tell you like quickly. the Vanguard funds that are in it, and then you have to look into what the Vanguard funds are investing in to like figure out what the what the yield would be. I guess. Yeah. So I I got an email the other day of a pretty big dividend reinvestment, uh, which I thought was I guess not <laughs> because I'm no crazy. no no. I mean that that is that is it. It happens yeah. right. Yeah, so I'm, I just uh, I just did I just logged into Betterment and I uh, sorted my the activity section of my all my accounts and I'm just looking at dividend received and the dividends that are received that's money that I've earned. Yeah, so right? that was passive. So I, I got yeah. So just in October I've made. And can I say this? Yeah, out? Why not? yeah I can say this out loud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I I think I. I don't know how much I have in there, but it's like twenty four ninety five, thirty five fifty four, forty six forty nine, twenty two seventy five, forty dollars and ten cents, forty seven dollars and seventy five. This is like month to month. This is all in October. No, this is October of two thousand eighteen. Oh. Just individual uh, dividend. Do, do you received. mind saying how much is in your account? Uh, I don't. So this is all of my accounts combined. So now we can completely uh, right judge now, you. Well, so we we did an episode about my mm. net worth where I told you. Uh, so I think at the time my net worth was what? Like seventy remember? something. Do you remember? Now it's eighty five. Uh, total net worth? No, is that what I want to read? No, total betterment balance mm. sixty two thousand okay. four hundred fifteen so, bucks. And so the the yield is a relationship between mm-hmm. whatever the sum total was you made in October. Maybe it was like a hundred dollars to that mm-hmm. total amount, right? 65,000. Yeah. So that is is small relative to the balance. But it's but passive. But it is passive. If you were really interested in passive mm-hmm. income from stocks, there is uh-huh. a group and we've talked about I think we talked about this like 5 years ago, a group called the Dividend Aristocrats. Do you remember this? 
No. Because I'm going to tell you again anyways. Good. <laughs> it is a group of stocks, and, and to get into this group... Uh, now I remember. <laughs> oh, my God. But go, but go on. But to go get on. into this group, they have to have been paying dividends for 25 years or more and increasing those dividends on a consistent basis. So if you were to invest in a stock that has a dividend, like Apple, for example, that hasn't that doesn't have such a long proven track record, you may be investing in passive income under false pretenses. And so the mm-hmm. idea is if this is something that interests you, like this is a group to look at, and it includes like Coca-Cola and McDonald's and like like Fortune. Yeah, like like these huge companies, companies right? that you bump into all the time. IBM, I'm right. sure, is on that list or something. But, yeah. but to give you a specific example, Apple, and I'm, I'm an investor in Apple. Uh, sure. They, they do pay a dividend. Uh, it's 1.33%, you know, um, and it is greater than most savings account interest rates. So it's, you know, you get the growth yeah. of Apple and you get a yield. However, because they've been doing it for so short of a time, I don't think that you could really bank on it. Oh, they're they're is that they're not part of the dividend, right? Because you'd have to have been doing it for over twenty five years 25. and increasing yeah. it to be in that group, right? Which makes sense why Apple wouldn't be in that, like Tesla wouldn't be in there right. either, even if they and, and they don't right. pay a dividend because they're just not they've just not been around yeah. that long, right? Ah, that's twenty five years old. That's Big, that's long, quite long a streak. Um. Interest. Okay, that's that's super simple. You can do that with Betterment. You can do that with like normal investing yeah. tools right you don't have to like go in and individually invest in coca-cola you can invest in index funds which i, I do is there an index fund that's specifically the aristocrats? i have no doubt and i'll tell you what uh there are going to be awesome show notes and i will make sure that is included all right cool uh the other thing you have here is debt now you're talking about like investing in other people's debt yeah um how is that passive? So what happens is similar to like if you invest in the dividend aristocrat, you give them, you know, you put $1,000 in these stocks and then you just earn into perpetuity. Um, mm-hmm. If I invested in, say, debt on lending club, uh, what that person would normally pay a bank, they essentially pay lending club, which uh, collects the money and then just sends it to me. So yeah. if I invest in a loan that has a 15% you know, interest rate, Mm-hmm. Over the course of a year, depending on how much money I put in, you know, is how much I'll get back. But it'll be a fifteen percent return. So, does it does passive matter if you have to keep doing it? Because to me, that example sounds like, well, what if the debt or what if the loan that this person took out is only for a year mm-hmm. or five years, and then after that, you have to do it Good all question. over. Good question. They have uh, like literally a toggle where you could where you or you could like say automate it, and you could set rough criteria of oh. what you would invest in. So, because what happens is when you get paid from Lending Club, you either choose to have it brought back to your account, live in Lending Club for you to invest manually, or just reinvest. So every month mm. you will get interest payments from the debts you bought or or funded rather, and those can immediately right. go into new loans if that's. What it, what you want, and and uh, do you still use yeah. Lending Club? I mean, I just have it about, automated, about, and I haven't looked at it in a while. But oh wow, yeah. really? What about Prosper? I, I never used Prosper. I, I liked all the data that Lending Club had. They're essentially equivalent. I mean, they're they're like the same right. thing. 
And 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 obviously we're not talking about this subject, but you, lending club you can use the other way too, right? You can both use it of them. As a, so it's like the whole thing right. is like they they have the demand and the supply. So like Matt Giovannisi needs yeah. a loan, and then there's like Matt and Co that invests in the loan from Matt Giovannisi. Right. Well, uh, I I know about Prosper because they're always at the uh, pool shows that I go to. Really. Like yeah, because people want to get loans for in-ground pools, and apparently, like that's the company they hmm. they can go to. So you could definitely use them to get a loan, a pool loan. I the wouldn't pool, yeah. personally invest in someone's pool <laughs> loan. Like, but I mean, uh, depending on, I imagine yeah, the well, yields would be high because they're maybe not the smartest. Um, but you know, but I mean, you're not. I don't know if this is true or not, but like you're probably not buying a pool unless you can afford a pool. Right. I would hope that you wouldn't have to take a loan out. I, hope, for I would a hope pool. too. Yeah. Uh, what about real estate? So th- I think that is like the most popular and like cliche. Because um, I'll tell you what, and I know this is very anecdotal, but it that shit is not passive for me. You know, is <laughs> <laughs> the most sp- stressful. I mean, it's gotten less stressful. Uh, and the, actually, it was it was funny. I was talk, talking to Steph, and I was like, "Oh yeah, there's somebody renting my place." <laughs> I completely like, because somebody's been taken. Somebody took over. I paid a property management company, or a guy, you know, a guy that does property management. So uh, I have an episode that I've been like, "Ah, oh, we should do this," and it was like um, the the worst rental property recovery plan. Anyway, and I want to like talk about your, <laughs> oh, your yeah, story. Mine. You you have a unique story, yeah. but like. Mine have been largely hands off, and I think okay. like the the I think what you've learned is you got a manager in place, and it's been right? better. And so the idea and 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 more passive, even though I'm not technically making money yet. If you had bought it uh, with because that of in my mind, totally, yeah. My situation is different, but for if you're starting out and you're doing this, you know, intelligently. It, it can be passive. Right. So it's been passive for you. You know, uh, yeah. So so it's passive for me. And this is another one. Of, Relatively. Right. Exactly. Like you occasionally have to make a decision. And it is often. Mm-hmm. So I, I invest in Georgia and I have this uh, management company called Excalibur. They are amazing. I literally only want to buy where they service because. You, you would hope with that name they would. Right. <laughs> well, because they're good and I have only uh-huh. otherwise had bad experiences. I feel like I just have to work with them. But essentially, they send me emails that were a decision I have to make, and they include yeah. what they would do as their recommendation. And my email. Oh, that's so right? smart. So all I have to do is reply <laughs> yes or no, like, or I agree. Have you ever disagreed with no. their recommendation? So then why can't you just put something in place that's like, whatever you guys think? I mean, I want to know. I be- want them to ask me. Okay, you know? okay. I was going to say, that would be totally Because like when, when the toilet breaks, then Laura and I can talk about mm-hmm. that. Because that's yeah. fun conversation. And I guess, uh, <laughs> like, finding the actual property isn't passive, but that's the work up front. Right. You, you have to do some work up front to set up the passive income stream and then allow it and to look, pay And look, not all that so. different from, like, finding the, if you were interested in dividend stocks, picking the ones that, you know, sure. you like. Yeah, or, yeah, finding the index funds or, you know, pick, even picking the software that you're going to use like there is other things than betterment i use betterment but there's you know wealth front right Sim- uh acorns uh wealth simple um well simple m1 finance there's like a whole slew yeah. of them there's a bunch yeah. and so got it for bot and then vanguard directly yeah um yeah. i use fidelity now mm-hmm. 
fidelity. I mean, Goldman Sachs has them. Yep. Everyone has them. It's like the hottest yeah. thing. Um, I, I bought through Roofstock, but uh, my first one I didn't. And I know people who know certain areas well, and they literally just pick them themselves. They drive up. Like, that's the one. How did you how'd you pick your first one? Through a guy named Bill. Oh. Which is how some people get murdered and others buy rental properties. <laughs> it was on Craigslist or something? It, it wasn't all that better from it. Mm, got it. Lesson learned. Um, is there any other ways you can use real estate to do passive income? I mean, besides just buying real, like just buying a single property, uh, hiring a property management company, because you can need capital to yeah. do that, right? You need a lot, kind and of a lot. Not everyone wants to be invested in like a single place, um, yeah. or deal with that risk, you know. And or yeah, you have to get a mortgage too, which is not fun. Um, mm-hmm. so there are crowdfunding sites where you could essentially buy fractional shares in many places across different areas. My favorite, and this is where Laura and I are kind of only putting investments right now, uh, is Fundrise. Mm-hmm. They, they like live in the middle tier. So if you imagine the house you live in as like a yeah. bottom tier, like I could buy that potentially as a rental property, but if it was right. like this the block that you live on like there's no way i could buy that but i could buy into that you know and then there's Mm -hmm. like huge skyscrapers like in manhattan and so fundrise is in the middle where they're not the skyscrapers and they're not like smaller is it similar to lending club like in that in the idea i mean it is very similar only the difference is is there are developers that essentially pitch them Nala different from uh, how like you know an individual pitches you to fund their pool loan, um, okay. and then Fundrise picks the ones they think are the best. Oh, so you're not so you're you're investing in one developer's like lot of properties. Not, no, no. So you they, know, ten different properties by ten different. They created this concept. Well, so there there are REITs, real estate investment trusts. You could invest in the stock market. They created what they call an e REIT which has all of the same trappings of a REIT. And so they basically allow you to like, so they have a fund that invests in all the deals and say the heartland Uh, or on the East coast or income driven. And then you buy into that fund, which, and so essentially you own fractional pieces of all of those deals. Hmm. And it's easy to do. Uh, It's like, it's as easy as betterment. They're actually, okay. I think that you'd feel that they were very similar. Um, anything else about real estate that we missed? Um, I mean, you could invest in REITs in the stock market. Things like Fundrise tend yeah. to do better. Um, but uh, okay. yeah, that's, that's basically it. Cool. Uh, what about building an online business, which is what we do, how we make passive mm. income? I don't know. You tell me. Mm. Well, I, I mean, look, uh, the first thing I'll say is it's not as accessible as the first two examples right right? you do need a skills a special skill set to build a business in general Mm -hmm. uh and it's and it's a lot of time like just a ton more time where the other the first two we mentioned was were were like you could do it today you know you have even 100 bucks you could start today and businesses like ours you're not gonna be making some scale as well like Swimming University wouldn't make money if a thousand people visited it a month. No, I mean it would. It would um, just be. It would maybe pay for your toothbrush. 
well, I have another site that I built uh, that currently makes about 500 bucks mm-hmm. a month and it's completely passive. I haven't, it was a, a, a beer site that have, I have, we haven't created, and I say we, I should just call it the royal we, me. <laughs> uh, I haven't created uh, any articles on it in like four months, but it only gets 11,000 people visiting it a month. But it equals up to five hundred bucks. That's it's technically awesome. passive. Yeah. yeah, I mean that yeah. is actually passive if you're not doing any work on it. Right, and it yeah exactly Maybe the only the actual done. passive thing you have. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, for now. But we're gonna. I mean, we're working on it again soon. So, uh, but so the one that so the, all the sites that I own for the most part. I no, I shouldn't say that. Um, Swim University is a major, the majority of that site is earned through affiliate income or affiliate marketing stuff. So basically, you know, I, what I, I, I write an article about pool algae. I suggest products, Amazon products that they could buy to help them get rid of algae. If they buy those products through Amazon, I get a commission. Yeah. Uh, that article ranks on Google. And so it continues to bring in money. I don't have to update it. And technically you could start a website with one massive article about one specific topic with a, with a decent affiliate network and rank number one for that topic and kind of walk away and it will just pay you mm. money. But I also, you know, my, I, and I mentioned the skill set in the beginning. I mean, that's what I did for a living before I did any of this. It's like I built websites, right. you know, and so look, it was sort of like my wheelhouse. If, if any of that is interesting, and I, I find that interesting, we actually created a separate yeah. show that dives and goes through the weeds of exactly how we do it. It's called Money yeah. Lab. Um, yep. And you should check it out. Yeah. Moneylab.co slash podcast. See what I did there. Um, yeah, cool. So, uh, so money lab specifically is my, is the other brand that I'm talking about that doesn't make money through affiliate marketing, but makes money by selling digital products. So I have two courses. I sell a rap album, which (laughs) just sold the other day. One of one copy sold the other day. It's two years old. Uh, and I sell a plugin, a WordPress plugin. So, and I mean, it's not on Money Lab, but you sell uh-huh. th- this thing that I didn't know people bought before I was in this space. On Swim University, you have an ebook. Oh that yeah, earns yeah right literal tens of thousands of dollars a year. And I, actually, we did an episode yeah. on that on Money Lab. And yeah, you go yeah. So these are all uh, things that yeah. you could like create, and it obviously takes time to like write the ebook or like record the rap album you know (laughs) but then like you're it's completed and done Mm -hmm. and then it just lives online and it just sells into perpetuity yeah i mean you have to like money lab i have to consistently do a podcast i have to do you have uh, to goose it i have to write articles yeah i mean money lab does not get traffic through seo like we don't rank on google for anything so it's a constant you know, it's it, it, that's the least passive of of the businesses right. that I own, um, and but yeah, uh, Swim University. Yeah, it's ten years. It took me ten years to build it up. Uh, I really didn't make money in the first four, five years, four years, and uh, then it started to make decent money. And I say decent, like I couldn't live on it, but decent money within like the year four. Uh, because it just required a ton of traffic for the affiliate stuff to pay off. You've also stepped and, away for years at a time. Yeah. And oh it yeah. Because paid you get, for your life. Right. That's true. Yep. Um, so, 
Yeah, just like very specific, very niche, very, uh, you know, I knew how to do all the pieces of the puzzle because I did those puzzle pieces. That's what I did for an, an action. You know, I, that's, I worked at a job where I did do website design and for a pool right. company. So, so it was like the marrying of the uh, things that you knew. Yeah, yeah. And then I also, uh, for a while, sold sponsorships because once I had enough traffic, I sold, you know, Hey, you can advertise on our uh, on our website and our blog with sponsored posts. You can advertise on our newsletter that we send out every week. I have not done that in a year, but it was definitely something not a very mm. passive stream of income, right? Because right. it requires you to sell. Um, and then the other one that I haven't done, but I I do want to talk to you about doing this for Money mm. Lab. Maybe go on. I don't, I don't want to bite my bite my tongue here. Uh, starting a drop shipping e-commerce business mm. I, just for an experiment. I, I have and like, like immediately been dying to do it and even then like loathing. Like I, I'm worried if right. it is not what I want it to be, but yeah. but to not go into the weeds, I'll give me like uh, 15 seconds. But basically there are companies that sell things that have catalogs and they will mm-hmm. do all of the order processing and shipping for you. All you have to do is sell the product for- and then yep. there are tools like Shopify that do all of the front end. This is the store piece. So all you need to literally do is bring people to your Shopify store, have the things they want. Um, and this yeah. is like like uh, an internet unto itself. Just Yeah, in- it's just a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of – it's a – Huge time investment up, up front. front for sure. Yeah. And then obviously yeah. like if the catalog changes and it and, may not, and it may or may not work out. And I, right? yeah, and I cannot speak in experience to it, but you know, people allude to it being like a very passive E type thing. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, listen, we have a couple more things that we want to talk about in the passive income world. We want to talk about passive Tron and his automatic cash <laughs> dispenser. So, before we get to it, we got to take a break, drink a beer, perhaps, or take a couple mm. sips, get a little parched. But when we return, we're going to continue our conversation about passive income. All right, we got a couple more to go mm. through. What do we got here? You, you I, I personally, uh, I don't know how I feel about this one. So maybe you yeah. Could, so uh, I, I actually, um, we we did an episode on, I guess. Buying an existing business. There was this guy, Ace Chapman. It's like in the back catalog somewhere. And his whole thing is he... His name was Ace Chapman? What, what a cool name, right? Wow. He's, he's And, and, the, and wow. he is a cool dude. Like, uh, yeah. it was a great episode. And he basically... Um, <clears throat> their, their website's like Biz Buy Sell that just have like, I don't know, like nail salons, like bars, like just any business that you could... Po- like a real brick and mortar yes, business. Yeah, like... Literal actual nail salons. I know this is a dream of yours. Uh, yeah, you're you're. <laughs> tell me more. It was either going to be that or a dry bar, right? Just like blowouts. Yeah, and... I don't. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> is that a thing? Oh, dry dude, bars? in Hoboken, there's like I don't know three or four. Wait a minute, is that like a a place where they blow dry yeah. your hair? I don't understand. I think, but I think one just opened down the street, and I didn't. And that makes more sense. You know, now. on the on the podcast, how I built this, I believe they have the founder of Dry Bar, on which is like the biggest one. But it's like girls that don't want a haircut, but they just want their hair blow dry to I don't know, have it look good for a few days. 
okay, well, I, not to go on a tangent, but uh, I, it, uh, I, I thought it was just a normal hair salon. It opened up down, like literally like two blocks away. Yeah. It's called Blow. <laughs> it's kind of, and I was like, that's not a good name for a place. <laughs> At all. There's just so many contexts where that doesn't make yeah. sense. Anyway. Yeah, do you want to be that, seen right, walking into a place called Blow? No, but also I don't have hair to blow. So. That is true. I am sorry that they would not take you <laughs> no. on. I'm, I'm follically You're challenged. a high-risk customer. Look, we can't <laughs> yeah, lose yeah. the rest of it. <laughs> no, no. I would be a terrible investor. But, but anyways, so this guy, he would go and he would look at these businesses' books, all of which are on Biz Buy Sell, and... He, there are certain things that he looks for and he like he knows what he can do. Right? Like similar like if you were to buy a website, you would know how to fix it. Yeah. He would buy certain types yes. of businesses, fix them up, put his team in place, and then he would just sell them. And he doesn't even look to keep them. He essentially like flips them. So he's a he's a business flipper. Uh, essentially. And so um I I we actually know a couple who uh through Biz by Sell, they bought a Montessori school. Um, that does and and its potential at max value can earn a shockingly large amount of money. I didn't. I guess I mm. did not understand understand these businesses before. Sure. Um, yeah. But like that's a viable option, right? Like especially if there's a team. But in you place, need a risky. Right. So 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 okay for this particular passive income example, you're. It's kind of not. It's like you, if you're buying a business, like you're buying, you're, you're doing, you're running a business. Initially, you, know, you like, need to stabilize it, you know, and yeah, that, that could be years. And also the, the capital involved to do that is just, is, is enormous. Oh, for sure. Right. I would imagine. I mean, yeah. like you could so, finance it, but, but sure, still, but, but yeah, not, not necessarily. So as, I mean, compared, compared to the first option, which is just, you know, basic. Investing. I believe compared to the sep- second, this option, is the too, extreme even. riskiest one for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've, I've sold websites mm-hmm. before I've, I sold, <laughs> I sold a website and a Twitter account, uh, on flippa.com way back in the day, back in 2008. Uh-huh. I remember when it was, uh, for $500. Really? Yep. What I, what what I, was it? What was the Twitter account? Uh, so the the uh, the website was arresteddevelopmentblog.com, mm. and it was before they came out with the fourth season. So it was a while ago. It was like right after the show ended, or not after the show ended. I think in like two thousand six. And you so, had just had the domain, or was it was a website? I no, I had a it was a website. Like I had built this website and and used to collect arrested development serious? content. Yeah, that's oh, it. okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, this was like right at the same time I started some university as well. So it's oh, just like so you had it like a very same. long time, and you just been kind of like you did it a while ago. No. Yeah, I did it a while ago, and I the account the Twitter account I had was at the Bluths. Oh, that's a cool one to own. Yeah, I, yeah. I, if so, I loved the show as much as you did, I would pay that just to kind of. Be an asshole on that account. Yeah, and the site got traffic and it stuff. It did. Just didn't. Yeah, just didn't. Yeah, just didn't make any money. It was just you know, it was kind of a passion, a hobby, you yeah. know, and sold it for five hundred bucks on Flippa. Damn right, man. Yeah, not very. I wouldn't call that passive, but because uh, I had to actively add stuff. And Meanwhile, I was waiting. I was. I was hoping that the movie was coming out, and so I was going to capitalize on like having 
branded that things real estate when it did for yeah but and i sold it and then many months or many years later the fourth season came mm-hmm. out so i was too ahead of my time i, I was ahead of my time <laughs> but you know if you want to not take a very risky approach you could be potentially buying an arrested development blog on flippa <laughs> for five hundred dollars so already make it that could be your right. passive income something yeah you, i mean you'd probably make that money back mm-hmm. in a year but I mean, we're talking about small potatoes. But you could do it bigger. I mean, you and I have thought about buying a website, yeah, just to try it out, see what happens. I mean, we do other investing stuff, so why not do that? So at least it's something we I think, know. I think, like in especially this realm, like if you can do basic web development things, feel comfortable, yeah. like with web stuff, this this could be a really good opportunity. But if this is all like if if HTML and CSS are things that you don't know what they are and scare you, uh-huh. like you should avoid at all costs. Yeah, yeah, because I know people like to get into it, and I'm like, I have to help them constantly because yeah. they don't know what they're doing. I'm trying to think, if there's anything else that's like, I, you know, <laughs> this is totally random, but I have an album that I recorded many years mm-hmm. ago that still pays me money. On CD Baby. No way. I probably get 20 bucks like every two years. That's awesome, though. They'll send me a $20 check. <laughs> so it's so weird. The, the yeah. dream is real. The dream is real. I <laughs> sort of. I, I have a, a, a friend. Uh, my da- he's my dad's friend. And he wrote um, a bunch of hits for Stevie Wonder. Go and on. He, and he wrote he wrote Sign Sealed Delivered. Mm-hmm. You know that song? Yeah, I know that song, and dude. Has basically lived off these his royalties his whole life. So passive income like a motherfucker. Oh my god. Yeah. So the ultimate <laughs> passive income. Write a hit song. Right now. On <laughs> multiple hit on songs. royalties exchange, you could buy yeah. uh the royalties from the Christian hip hop Grammy winning artist Toby Mac. Whoa! Last in the last That's, twelve months. Wait, so you buy their royalties? Yeah. So you buy it from them? They get a lump sum of money, and then you can collect their royalties for the rest yeah. of the time. So it says the last twelve months of his royalties were four thousand four hundred thirty-six dollars. It's in an auction, and if you wanted that, you could buy it for seventeen thousand seven hundred dollars right now. So in a little over four years, if it was consistent, you know, it would pay off. Yeah, and so obviously it's a so, bet. Yeah, but right. I don't know. Like and if and you if you could get it, like if you could sell it, to, well, if you can get a Toby Mac song in like a commercial or a right? or it, or or somehow like it goes viral in a video or what whatever. If your like, dad yeah. or your uncle or some person you knew did commercials and you were close friends with yeah. them and you were able to acquire a song that was fitting to the work they do, you could potentially and the commercial was and a so hit. Had the commercial. right. Well, I mean, the commercial's going to have to pay probably based on the amount of people that consume it. Sure. And so, like, I would never do this because I don't know anyone like this, and I'm just so far from the music world. However, I I would do websites. I kind of just... Wait, what? I kind of want want you to do it. Just to say that I have, like, oh, I own the royalties that Toby Mac's entire collection. It it tells you the theoretical (laughs) IRR, like the, the rate of return. Like wow. um, up for auction is a collection of tracks from Cut the Cheek and Bob. 
All right. That's a that's interesting. Or you could just write your own hit song. Yeah. And so you could list on here as well. Cool. So, uh, what about renting out stuff? Like uh I I kind of I have my own personal uh gripe against this. Mm. But what about like Airbnb and that what's the uh what's that car rental company? Get around? Um, no. True such a T. Turi? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think it's Turi. Yeah. So, oh, man. Okay. Like so, now. when you were allowed to do it in New York, I had a buddy that I worked with who he he lives Turo, sorry. I, okay, so I've heard sorry. of that one. Okay. Um, cool. he lives he's he lives in Manhattan. He lives uh a few blocks, maybe like 10 blocks from Times Square. And when yeah. he discovered, and this is before they banned it in New York, when he discovered like he he was getting like 250 or so a night it was more profitable for him and his wife to go on long weekends that would be paid for and more from just renting the room out um he has some weird stories about shit that was left sure. in his apartment and we're pretty sure that sex parties were happening in there or something but you mm-hmm. know if if that doesn't bother you and you just described my gripe. <laughs> well, that, renting that's out the anything thing. that I personally I try own. I tried pitching it to Laura and she was like, No one is going to be staying in our house. And and I get it. Yep. I mean, you don't want that's, people that's doing the nasty on your bed. Which they do. They they sometimes rent them out just to oh, do Oh yeah, that. for sure. No matter how many runs through the washing machine, my sheets will never be clean. <laughs> that's how I but feel. I will say that when Laura and I travel, we almost exclusively use Airbnb. And any place that we've yeah. stayed, it's like basically a rental property. Like no one really lives there, or in most cases they don't. But you gotta do the you gotta do work every single time, right? They all so have how passive they hire that come in on it's like oh, an okay. automated thing, like the lock on the door is an internet connected lock that they can give yeah. us a code and stuff and I mean my buddy Travis owns four rental properties in Philadelphia, all through Airbnb. Really? Yeah. And and I'm guessing at four he does well. He wouldn't have kept buying them if they weren't. Uh, I mean, he bought them all very fast, so uh, they 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 do okay, I believe. And I don't want to speak, uh, you know, I don't want to speak for him, but I know that it can be stressful mm-hmm. because he's doing a lot of the property management. And he himself. has to. Oh, I was going to say a lot of the times people like the owners communicate directly with us. Which is what they, which is what he manages, and yeah. uh, I think that Laura and I are not passive, right? Like, like we were just like, hey, you know, is there parking or, or whatever? But I could imagine some people being very needy in their conversations. Sure, and it's like for four hundred sure. bucks, you know, like two whatever nights. Like, do you really want to get into that? I bet you there's a way to auto, like not automate, but maybe in a sense automate or develop the the end-all, be-all PDF that you automatically send people who do fast booking only that's like, all your questions, like, there is, you cannot contact me. There, All the questions are in this book. Yeah. Please do not contact me unless you have a problem. Like, you have a, a lock on your door that's like you type in a code. Oh, dude, and they all have change. binders when you go in that have, like, Yo, Wi-Fi yeah, right. password, how to check out, and, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, you could certainly do it, especially if you live in a desirable neighborhood. Like, I mean, Steph and I would, you, I'm sure you guys clean mm-hmm. up. Like, Steph and I could clean up here. Cause there's always people coming to Boulder and we're like right in the heart of downtown in a house. So it's like, yeah, I just, again, don't want anybody 
for lack of a better it's phrase, a fucking weird. on my bed. But dude, like a, a one that I think like ten times out of ten I would rent would be a car, like you had alluded to, with like Toro yeah. or Get Around. Toro, I have a friend who does that, because but he lives in the city. I mean, Steph just did it. She just drove down to New Mexico. We only have one car between the two of us, and she drove down to New Mexico, and I needed mm. the car. But instead of renting from like Enterprise, she rented from an actual person. And who happened to have the exact same car and we did. Look, so. Laura and I only use Zipcar for our cars. We could mm-hmm. essentially use something like this. And like if you drive for work, but you don't drive during the weekend, like you'd fit like Laura and I might be renting from you all the time. And your car is getting its like max value. Do you have a parking spot that you pay for? Um we do not, because that is damn expensive in Hoboken. Do you oh, so when you buy a house you don't I mean, I'm assuming and you rent well you own your house yeah well i own a condo and the street parking is for anyone oh it's not you don't have a permit because you live there i could but there's street cleaning and so you have to be constantly uh, moving your car it is like a job unto itself but there can you huh go ahead well, i was going to say like there are people in hoboken who do have spots um and they yeah, rent them out for like 250 because and they, up because and they don't uh, because month. they don't own a car Right, because, yeah, they're not using it. I mean, in this area, you don't really need a car. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Let's talk about rewards, because that's the last thing on our Mm -hmm. list. And I'm assuming you're talking about credit card rewards. Well, so that's one, like the episode that we did, like, about travel two or so yeah like whether you're getting like one and a half percent cash back or you're getting mm-hmm. points for flights it's yeah. like something you're doing anyways and now you're just getting free things as a result but it's only passive income if you pay off your credit card and you don't exactly right. so there is a there's it, a you gotta be like and <laughs> to spend it all on the credit card and not pay it off like you're super losing money like the first interest bill you lost maybe more than you would ever earn through these things. Yeah. Like yeah. with our Amazon card, maybe we get like 150 to $200 like a month in rewards, but an interest rate on the spends would would be more, more Yeah, like it would yeah, we would have ruined it for life. So you have to pay you off have to be the credit card every month. Yep. Um there are rewards that you can get that don't involve credit cards though what i don't know i mean like was would open table count so they they, they have like points and stuff i think that, that could count yeah and it's totally free to i mean i i do a lot of booking if i can i will definitely make a reservation through open table because you get points but i don't eat out that much and I haven't, I've yet to reap the rewards okay. of the points that I've accumulated. Check this out. So open table, like, okay. and like a thing they're promoting, they'll give you like a thousand points and maybe you need like yeah. 25,000 points to get a $25 gift certificate or something like that. Sure. So there is this app called Seeded that Laura and I are beyond addicted to. We Like seat, Seeded or Seat? Like your butt seat. Your seat. Like your if you seat. put your butt You've into a seated, chair, sir. you would be seated. Got it. And we, we now almost exclusively use this app and you get a percentage of your bill back. And so, what? yeah, so there's this place in Hoboken called Halifax and it's, uh-huh. it's at the, in the W Hotel and it's like a really nice, good food, great place. Sounds fancy. 25% yeah. cash back unseated. 
So like that, right? That's like a lot of money. So Laura and I go, we spend like, we buy alcohol. $2,000 a meal. (laughs) Get $25. No, no. Maybe more like, you know, 150 if we're going to go out to this place. It's, it's kind of expensive, but he had 25% back. Um, Wait, is it seedit.com? It's it's an app, no. so they don't really have a website. I was going to say, oh, okay. I was going to say, because it says, I have to request access, and it says, are you an artist? Yeah, R? so, no, so, so it, it, it'll it be in the show notes, but it's, okay. Basi- it's, it's called like seeded app. Um, okay, got it. But, uh, I think I might have just done something else. <laughs> so, so that's like a, a thing? Yes, I did do something else. I apologize mm. for that. It's yeah, seededapp.io. Yeah, and, and we'll have a link, whatever. Um, Pretty cool. And then the the there's one other thing that I, that I didn't mm-hmm. know. So if you um, say get a shipment from Target.com or whatever, and they say it's gonna be like two days, and it winds up being four days, or if yeah. there's like a price change, they all these stores have like terms that like if if it didn't get delivered on time, you actually get like compensated. But no one ever gets hmm. compensated because no one ever asks or knows or cares. Sure. And so there's this app called Parabus that basically detects and, and does it for you. Um, How is that? Is that passive? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I guess not. I don't know. Because you have to do it each time, right? I would imagine. Well, it, it alerts like, every you. Time like you have to, it's like, hey, do you want this? And you're basically like, yes. And then it... it but it automatically, like, so you have to sign up for it. I'm assuming it automatically tracks things yeah, for you? Yeah, yeah, Okay. Interesting. Well, that is passive in a way. It's, it's, I guess it's a way to, like, reap from what you already have done. Doing, yeah. right. Hmm. But obviously, as, you know, number, like, six and the last bullet on <laughs> right. number six, it is the biggest stretch. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's passive, but we're talking about, like, passive pennies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not passive it's, dollars. It's not, but I mean, look, hey, it's it's money. Money's you know, money. There's this app. There's this app it. called Drop, where it like, uh, if you go to like Trader Joe's and and uh, like use Uber and blah blah blah, you just get like cash back. Additionally, and so I sign up for it, and so like every month I get like twenty dollars because we only buy groceries from Trader Joe's. Just going into Trader Joe's gets yeah. you money. I mean, look, it's only twenty dollars that I get a month, sure. so it's not like insane, but I feel like. That was my twenty dollars because, I mean, and they're just giving yeah, it back. You're saving to me. that, so, totally. That's you know, worth it. Well, listen, uh, that's all the passive income. Like that's like the most the e- I guess part of the easiest and and the most like accessible passive income strategies there are. I'm sure there's like it's the laundry list high of roller what we ones. Feel qualifies. There's a lot of sh- bullshit out there. Yeah, there you go. If you missed anything, we'll have it in the show notes. We've already mentioned that a few times in the episode. Uh, and to find the show notes, you can check your preferred podcast app or just visit the slash show. Mm. That's it. Please subscribe to our podcast wherever you normally listen to podcasts. That's helpful. <laughs> it's that's how we make passive that's, income. That's how uh, uh, we have to do the show. I was going to say this past month didn't really feel that passive. No, we did 31 episodes in a yeah, row. That was, it was a lot. So, on, yeah, over at Money Lab. But. Tell your friends about Listen Money Matters, point them to your favorite episodes, and maybe they'll become a subscriber, which we yeah. hope. We hope they do. And if you've missed, if you think we missed anything, like maybe there's another passive income strategy in any of one of our topics, whether it's investing, real estate, 
reward systems. I mean, we're not we didn't we didn't talk about every single one on the planet, but maybe there are other ones that you're like, mm. whoa, hold up, you said drop, but there's this other company called Dookie Dong, and it's got <laughs> it'll give you anytime you walk into a dry bar, it'll give you forty thousand Megatron points. I don't know. There's some other that thing sounds out there. awesome. Actually, yeah, yeah, maybe it exists, maybe it doesn't. But if you know about something and we missed it, you can join the List of Money Matters community on Facebook, and we can continue the conversation and perhaps expand on this topic for a future episode. Just go to listofmoneymatters.com/community. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about on future episodes, email us listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. And of course, all the tools and resources we normally mention on this show, we've mentioned uh, Betterment, all the things. Mm. They are always available at listenmoneymatters.com slash toolbox. And toolbox is all one word. So that's it, man. Time to go make some passive that's income. Right. While I eat dinner <laughs> and drink the rest of this beer. Eat early dinner. I, dude, I eat early dinner and I've been going to bed early too. It's really I'm like 80. Yeah. Time flies when you're making it in passive income, baby. <laughs> All right, later. later Please tell your friends about this show. Thank <laughs> you.